Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And greetings, 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 and blessed to be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for being with us again tonight and tonight. It's always a special day, a special time of life because we are here and we are able to repent. We're able to get it right. We're able to see the mistakes we did yesterday. And then today is a day that says, I'm going to make it better for today because today is the best day of the rest of your life. And we thank you for being with us again today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And bless you, and blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you. And today we will continue our subject, continue our talk on attitude. Yes, an attitude. Well, an attitude is, okay, we'll just go with this, with this. A position of the body, a manner of carrying oneself, indicative of good mood or condition. Yes, a state of mind following with a good of this some kind of matter, matter. So what is your mood today? What kind of a matter are you holding to? Or what position of your mind are you thinking about certain things? See, we have an attitude about different things. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Well, that's understandable sometimes. Well, it's a judgmental call and it's a personal thing that, well, we can go either way, this and that, up or down or whatever, whatever. But then again, it's like, what is your matter? What are you holding to? Where do you think about this or think about others? That is holding to the attitude. See, well, I don't like this person because... I don't like that person because, well, why don't you? Why can't you change? Well, because this is how I am, and this is the way I'm going to always be. Uh, this is, I don't like this because of this or that and the other. Well, a lot of things that we start off not liking or whatever, but we can come to like it. In fact, we're supposed to love, but in the meantime, love seems to be a long ways away from a lot of us. And that is true. That is true. And God understands and he knows it's true. But the point of it is we are to grow and continue to grow and continue to strengthen ourselves. So let's come up with a good attitude. Let's come with a positive attitude. Let's come with the attitude that says, I am a wonderful person. I am holy, sanctified, and filled with this Holy Spirit. And believing it and knowing it and walking in it. See, but as we see today, there are so much negativity, so much hurt, so much pain, so much anger, so much drama, all of these things, and coming to find out that so many that hold to these negative attitudes, the negative dispositions are members, are claiming to be members of the household of faith. That is so sad, and that is why, that is why today we are coming to understand and to believe that this is not the way that we are to carry ourselves or to be in that position. So, therefore, therefore, we must by all means hold to the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ hold to his goodness, and then and we're going to right quick, take a quick uh, one-minute break, because I do believe that there's another program on, and we're going to go to that right quick, and I'll be right back, because we're just going to do this thing, we're going to do it 
right and do it up right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Now, all right, so just hold tight just for one minute. We're going to close out, and then we're going to right back into the position of where we need to be and where we need to go, okay? So think about these things. Ah, okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, therefore, let us understand and to believe. Uh, can I have uh, someone out there to let me know if uh, they hear me? Uh, can you hear me now? Hello. Ah, all right, all right. Let's see. And hello, hello, hello. In the name of Lord Jesus. Ah, there you go. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And thank you again, like I said, for being with us today. And we're going to continue on with uh, talking about an attitude, about having a disposition, a good disposition, talking about having a, a negative, a positive attitude, a positive frame of mindset. So, therefore, we want to understand and know these things. So being renewed in the spirit of your mind, being renewed in the spirit of your mind to mean that we have to have a mind change in order to have a positive attitude. And being renewed in the spirit of the mind, we're going to go to Romans 12, Romans 12 and verse 2. All right, so let's start at verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, for the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. For this is your reasonable service. In verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, that is one of the reasons why we must have a good, a positive attitude and a, a positive mind change and a mindset that is conducive to the goodness of Lord Jesus Christ, that is conducive to sound judgment and the way of God to help us to go through a lot of our situations to go through and then and then to understand why our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came to bring us a different way of thinking, came to bring us a different way. Now, when Jesus started his ministry by connecting or getting a few men together to follow him, and he started off as his ministry by healing every disease and doing miracles, casting out demons. And then, then he and his disciples went up to a high place and he taught the people. So in verse 5 of Matthew 5, we see that as in the multitude, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, the disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth 
and taught them sin. Blessed are the pure in heart, or the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. See, Jesus went up to the place, and he started to he spoke these things for the people that they may understand and know that this is something new to them. And then in verse 11, he continued on to say, Blessed are you when you are reviled and persecuted and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Verse 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For also so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. And if the salt that loses flavor, how shall it be seasoned? And if it is when good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled under foot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to destroy the law of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. And then we'll just go ahead on down to the next important verse that we want to bring to your attention. And that is the most important verse of this chapter, but they're all important. But then according to the importance of it, it says in verse 48, Ah, it says, 48, therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So we're just going to stop there just for a moment, and then we'll come back and gather some of these things. But what we're trying to understand, what we're trying to put forth to you, to encourage you, is that when Jesus came along, and he came to do a mighty work. Jesus was sent from the Father in heaven, coming through a woman, a virgin at that. So God sent him into this world, and he raised up in this world, and he became a grown man. And as a grown man, he started his ministry. But his ministry didn't last but for three and a half years, but even that, the word was powerful. His anointing was powerful. See, we see that Jesus was the most important motivational speaker and encourager and life coach that has ever been. Yes, a motivational speaker. Because, see, the thing about it is that Jesus Christ came not to show us how to uh, write sentences, punctuation. He didn't come to show us how to do science and math and all that stuff. He didn't even come to show us how to cook or do home ec or to prepare a house. He came first thing he did was to change the mind of the student, change the mind of the people, because the people had been so inundated by the old the law, the prophets, the things of the past. They had been so uh, involved in it. It's like a doctrine. It's like uh, we're going through uh, 
one inheritance to another and tradition on top of tradition on top of tradition. And people have been have come to been like this tradition, like when you have a wound or something and it, a big scar is left, that scar is there until so like you go to an operation or something to help change the scar. But in the meantime, there's a mark. And this is what happens with the people. There was a mark on their heart because they are so used to hearing what the uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes were telling them. Whatever they told them, that's what they did because they held fast to the reading of the law. A common person could not go in and talk about, whoa, let me check the scripture for myself. No, he could not do that. He had to hear what the, the Pharisees were saying. The chief, the priests would read. Uh, someone else would read, and that was it. So you believe it or you don't believe it. And they didn't really break it down or try to explain to the people about what was happening. But yet and still, they didn't lift their hand to do things to help the people or even to help themselves. The thing about it is that they did what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it, and then lay heavy burdens upon the people. Well, you know, you can do this, you can't do that, and you're supposed to do it just like we're doing today. And that's why today we come with people with attitudes because they've been handed down mentality handed down tradition, and there's a scar left over our heart. There's a big scar, and that scar is going to show forever and ever, and that scar is called a negative attitude, and that negative attitude is leading straight to hell. So, therefore, let us come to understand that we cannot have this happening to us. We cannot have this scar over our heart. We must by all means, come to get rid of this scar that's over us. So, therefore, let us have a positive and a good attitude towards life, a good attitude towards each other, a good attitude towards the Lord Jesus Christ. How can we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and then have a negative attitude in life? As we said before, speaking of attitude, it's our disposition, our demeanor, how we feel about certain things, certain issues. What is our position of our body, or our manner of carrying ourselves? So, carrying yourself. Are you going to party all night, Saturday night, and then get up Sunday morning talking about, oh, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit? What kind of position are you carrying yourself? See, we have a good attitude, and that's what Jesus was touching coming to bring us a way of thinking, a new way of thinking. It's a new and living way. When we have a good attitude, we have to show that love. We have to show that kindness, that gentleness. We have to show that faithfulness. We have to show that loyalty, integrity, all of those things that come to help us to hold to our goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ, to believe in him even more, and have a relationship with him. So we keep talking about, well, uh, we don't believe in religion. We believe in relationship. Have a relationship and even have religion because religion is not to be being faithful and loyal. That's all religion is. Because, see, religion is just like, uh, and I always try to compare this, and don't get me wrong now, to Hitler. Right? A soldier on the battlefield would salute in a certain manner just like we do, deluding the church matter. There's the high Hitler, right? Because Hitler was their God. They were, over, they were loyal to Hitler. We have to be loyal to Jesus Christ. We have to have that faithfulness of Jesus Christ. You do what you have to do to stay focused on him. When we stay focused on him, and he's coming from the Father to bring us a message. He's coming from the Father to bring us instruction. He's coming from the Father to bring us a way to salvation, a way of life, a way of redemption, a way of healing, and to give us the power and the strength. So, therefore, let us have that a positive attitude and not have this uh, thing that's going to hurt us or to kill us, but to show forth that love one to another. 
help us to be, help us on each other, to edify, to build up each other. We have to put away all of the backbiting, put away the rhetoric, put away the gossip, put away uh, the drama, put away the arrogance and the enviousness, put away that uh, not speaking to each other in the church even. And this is why maybe uh, the Lord has told me and told me to go into the body of Christ because when the body of Christ is sick, it needs healing. The body of Christ needs strength and power of the Holy Spirit. Well, we're waiting on the Lord. The Lord has said, uh-uh, you, you're not waiting on me because I have given you the power. I have given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. I have given you all the spiritual blessings of the heavenly places. So what else do you want me to do? Come down and hold your hands and walk you through uh some of the trials and tribulations, some of the storms that you're facing, when you have the power, you can speak to things, speak to the mountain, it shall uh, go into the sea. You should speak to those situations. Whatsoever you ask for in prayer, with faith, it shall be done for you. And yet still, we still expect for God to come down physically and lead us through a lot of situations. And the Lord has already sent angels. He sent his word. And we open up this book, and the word is there because when we put that word into our heart and act upon that word, the word then becomes rhema, and that is the power of God in the spirit. But the word is spirit. The word is life. And the word will endure forever. So, therefore, we can get power through this word when we act on it. So, when we we have a negative attitude, and like we said before, we can't talk with each other. We can't speak to each other. We can't love each other. And we have that pride, that mentality that, well, you think you're the only person that knows Jesus. You think you're the only person. But see, when you have a positive attitude, then you'll put away all of this mess, put away all of this garbage. And then that scar over your heart will be will disappear and dissipate into a new skin, a new skin, because then we become a new creature in Christ. Old has passed away. Behold, all things has become brand new. See, once we turn over our life and our soul and our bodies to the Lord Jesus Christ, it's that our bodies are not our own. We're fought with a price. So let's glorify God in our bodies. And to glorify God is to keep our bodies in a certain position, a certain manner. So, when Jesus came to show us a different way, he came, in, uh, as we say before, in Matthew 5, when he went up on the mountain and he taught them. First thing he did, well, okay, after he had healed some people on his way over to the mountain and everything, but when he started teaching them, teaching them and showing them a different way, showing them how to think, because he used to say that, you have heard in the past that this was this way and that was that way, but I say unto you now, now. So there's a different way of approaching things. See, when we hold on to the old stuff, when we hold on to stuff that's not working and not worth anything to us, so when we hold on to something new that the Lord is bringing to us and we try it, then it becomes valuable. It becomes strength and power. And we have that power. We have the power of the Holy Spirit if we start doing what he tells us to do. But then some people will say, well, you know how it is, brother. Uh, we can't do this. We can't do that. But like I say, the last verse, the last verse in chapter 5 of Matthew, it says that, be therefore perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Bam. Here comes the enemy. Here comes the deceiver telling you that no one can be perfect. Jesus has been gone from the presence of the physical presence of the earth for over 2,000 years. And the evil one is still running rampant telling us that, oh, can't nobody be perfect. Jesus just said to be perfect. Now, if he tells you to be perfect, that means that God has already worked out a way 
doing what he wants you to do, but being what he wants you to be because he started off blessed, blessed. And when he started off with the blessing, to change your attitude, to change your way of thinking, then let's hold on to that. Oh, so when you got to you're the salt of the earth, you're the light of the world. And then it said, if you've been persecuted for righteousness' sake, falsely, for my sake, you will regret reward. And then it also tells us a few other good things. But then it says, blessed are the pure in heart, but they shall see God. But how many times are we encouraging each other to have that purity? So when you have the purity, guess what? Purity is protection. What can be added to purity to make it more pure? What can be added to the Holy Spirit to make it better? What can be added to the blood of Jesus to make it better or to make it stronger? What can be added to the name of Jesus? They give us the power. He said, let everything you do in the name of Jesus, whatsoever you do in my name, I will do it. You know, but the name of Jesus, demons shall flee. But yet still, are we going to use that name? Can we hold fast to that name? So, therefore, I'm going to encourage, I must encourage you. I must expound on this one thing, this one principle. When Jesus says, be ye therefore perfect, and I'm not trying to just jump on the word perfect, but I'm trying to help a brother or sister out there somewhere to hold on to the value of changing their mindset. Be ye therefore renewed in the spirit of your mind. Have that better attitude. Have that attitude of love, faithfulness, uh, power, generosity, of gratitude. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Added, attitude. Thank you, Jesus. So therefore, when you tell somebody, oh, can't nobody be perfect, guess what you just did? You call God a lie. All right. Now, Come on now. Wanna understand it. Come on. Ain't nobody be perfect. It ain't nobody be perfect with Jesus. But guess what? We were made in the image and the likeness of God. When we come to Christ, we become the glory of God. That is this reflection in the earth. When you are the glory of God, when you are the reflection of God, you are the presence of God because you come to the word of God. You carry the spirit of God. You carry the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you carry the man of Christ. And you tell me, oh, can't nobody be perfect when you are like him? He said, let us become living epistles, living epistles. We are the living word of God through Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. That's the word of God. We become the word of God also. So, therefore, if you say, can't nobody be perfect, you just call God a lie. My Lord, my Lord. And then you say, oh, well, I'm not perfect because when you say, I am not perfect, and you're supposed to be in Christ, you have denied him. And if you deny him, he will deny you and me and anybody else. Well, you know, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Here come another bad negative attitude. Because this is your demeanor. This is your character. This is your manner. And your manner is saying that, well, since we all sin, well, speak for yourself. That's what I always tell people. Speak for yourself. Yes, sometimes I might mess up, but I can repent. And then sometimes things just happen to me left, right, and in between. And next thing you know, I reached out to somebody, and I got on my nerve, aggravated me, and I was like, bam, oh, my God, what did I say? Forgive me. God, help me, Lord. Help me, Father. Yeah. Then that's what God wants us to do, not to say that, well, you never make a mistake, you never do this, you never do that, but when we hold to goodness of the Lord, asking him for the help, asking him for the power that even to be better, both stronger in him, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, then we'll put aside that negativity. we put aside that, that well, I don't believe this, and, and God doesn't mean that, and God, God is wrong. God is powerful. He is omnipotent. He can do what he want to do. So don't have to Teach God his interpretation of what he says. You know, so that's why it's another thing that we have to come to understand and change our mindset. 
change our way of thinking, thinking that we all of that in, a, in, the, in, the, in the mug and the T-shirt and a bar can on top of it. We come to uh, believe and think that nobody, uh, I'm the only one, or this and that. No, we're supposed to be members of each other. It's subject to one another, making others better than what we are. We should hold ourselves as a subservient to each other. Yes, brother, no matter how funky or ragged as a person is, you look at them in love and you help them. If they're humble and they're trying, you're supposed to be there for them and with them. Stop looking down on them. And this is what happens too many times with the saints of God. Not saying all saints now, come on. You know, please don't get me wrong. But I've seen too much of the rhetoric, too much of the negativity, too much of the backbite, too much of the gossiping, too much of the anger, too much of taking God's word in vain, of taking his grace in vain, playing God, of playing God for a fool that he is, of misusing, misusing his word, misusing his love, and then not loving each other, as we said, but yet still we say that, oh, well, I'm saved. Good, say it, speak it. But what are you doing towards trying to manifest it into action? See, love is an action thing. So, therefore, when we go to the fruit of the Spirit and we tell all of these good things about the fruit of the Spirit, about the goodness, kindness, gentleness, uh, faithfulness, about uh, generosity, all these good things, self-control. And that used to rock me bad because every time I'd be trying to not do this or not do something wrong, the evil one is banging me upside the head, wall, and everything else, and making me howl at the moon to do this, do that. And then I had to cry out even the harder, the louder. Lord, you got to help me. Please help me. Give me the strength to endure these things. Give me the strength to look at it in a different way. So Lord did it. He was there for you. He's there for me. And he'll be there for each one of us. But yet still we have to speak out with the power of the Holy Spirit. Speak out and declare and decree a thing. But to speak it in such a way that we know that we have the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Even the Lord is telling us to humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt us. He will bring us up, not us ourselves. But then there comes the evil one say, well, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't be bold, you can't be going before the Lord like that. You have to be on your face. Okay, yeah, be on your face for a minute. But when the Lord tells you to get up and go do something, you don't still stay down on that slow. All right, all right. Get up and go to do what the Lord tells you to do. Come on, here we go. Have to hold it. We speak to our body. We speak to our illnesses. Here come a cold. Here come a sickness at us. And we say, well, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ going to heal me, and I believe that he's going to do this. And Jesus said already in his word, you have been healed. So, therefore, look at the healing. Look at the manifestations of what you're going to speak or what you're speaking on. Don't say I'm going to the Lord, going to do this, and the Lord going to do that. He already said, whatsoever you ask for, I will do it, that the Father be glorified. So, Lord Jesus, in your name, I speak prosperity, I speak the faith, I speak the healing, I speak the deliverance, in the name, in your only wonderful name, in the name of Jesus, I'm declaring this, and yes, Lord, I shall be patient, patient wait on you to bring it to the manifestation, and you'd be surprised what, the, what God can do for you. Uh-huh. Still we say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, this, oh, Lord, that. Okay, cry out to the Lord with your heart. See, a lot of times we believe and we say that, well, I'm defiled, I got issues, I got problems, I got situations. Things are coming at me, storms of life is coming at me, this and that and the other, and the uh, temptations and all this stuff. Yes, we understand this and we know this. 
persecuted. Those who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. And the persecution can be those temptations and those things that are rocking you and racking you. But we have to come to the place that says, hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Declare that love. For love is a, is a fulfillment of the law. Let all that you do be done in love. So, therefore, all of these things that we've mentioned before come to two things, the twins. Please, they're congealed twins. And the congealed twins shall not be separated. No surgeon, no physician on the face of this earth should be there to separate the congealed twins. And the congealed twins are faith and love. But faith without Charity is useless. Is that faith without works is dead? So no matter how much faith you have, if you don't have love, it's like you're missing you're missing things. You're still going to be lost. You can have all of the skills of prophecy if you don't have love. My Lord, my Lord. Gonna be messed up. So therefore, what we're saying today, what we're gonna say continually forever and ever and ever, until the Lord takes us up out of here. Unless we have the right attitude, the right frame of mind to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and accept what he says and not to accept what the evil one has said because he deceived Eve and we know about this deception. We know about the lies that he told. And we have the word in front of us at all times as we just open up the book and read and study and put it into your heart. Some people say, well, I have to read the Bible every day. Good. Read it every day as much as you can. But as you read it, what are you doing with it? Place it in your heart. Let that word dwell in you richly. Then you have a better attitude. So when people come at you and start to rock you on your nerves and, and uh taking your peace away from you, and you feel like, Lord, this is too much for me. Ah, and no peace in this house, no peace in this country, no peace on the street. Well, go down the street and start speaking peace. Go down the street and start speaking in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just speak it to yourself. You ain't got to go out and start hollering and shouting and crying out to the uh, to the moon and ooh, ah, 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 ah. Just speak it. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare these streets safe tonight. I decree and declare the children that are on the street be safe. Prepare them for your glory. Prepare them for the kingdom. I'm speaking over their lives today. Let not those bullets rain in the streets tonight, this day, or whatever. We can do this. We can say that. And believe it or not, you'll be surprised as like a month or two later, it's like, I haven't heard in the siren. I haven't seen in the ambulance. Wow. I haven't heard in the gunshot. I know my neighborhood. I used to hear a gunshot just about every other night. I mean, right outside the door seemed to be. But that's the way it was. And then they used to uh, go behind the bushes and, and smoke that stuff. I went over and started packing uh, up tracks on the wall. That's how the people in the building were taking my tracks down. I put up a track, a sign of cross for my tracks. They, they would take them down. But the people then started to like, no, we ain't going over there. <laughs> that place <laughs> that place is too holy. But, you know, these are some of the things that come to bring uh, a change in people's hearts and minds. Let somebody know that somebody cares for them. Let somebody know. Let them know that somebody loved them. Let them know that there is somebody in this world that really concerned about them. Speak to them. Speak to them. And then speak to each other that's in the body of Christ. It is so sad to go into, to be in the body of Christ, and somebody would be up there reading or saying something, and you say, well, uh... God's word, it says that those who are born of Christ, born of God, uh, born of Christ, don't sin, or can't sin. Well, over there in uh, John 1, John 2, that's what it says. But I got jammed slammed. 
and got thrown out of the meeting. This was a drug program right here in my city, a Christian drug program. People come there every day of the week. There were different ministries that come in. They would speak the word. They would pray. They sing songs and yada, yada, all that good stuff. So my turn come, I came around, and just so happened, the Lord led me to speak that scripture. Those who are born of Christ don't sin. I'm trying to encourage people to hold on a little stronger, hold on a little harder. Oh, well, you come over here, you try to be all that, you did it. All I did was speak the word of God. That's all. Not try to prove nothing, and they threw me out. But yet and still, the majority of those people that was in that program that night that I got thrown out are gone from here with drug overdose, through AIDS, cancer, cirrhosis, and a few other things. So, therefore, only one or two that I see every so often that are still walking around and say, man, I, believe, I, I remember that you were over there got, when you got threw out, thrown out of the, the rescue mission. That's where it is. And then you get other time other people would say that, well, this brother is this and this brother is that, and here goes those who backbiting you and backstabbing you, and here comes the whole church body. Instead of saying, hey, brother, what happened? Or what's going on? Encouraging me. Lifting me up. Or even just finding out, is it true about the gossip that has been said? No. But yet still, you see somebody at the mall or a store, and they're whispering and gossiping. Don't you understand that I understand what is going on, that I know? But even that, it's okay. Because you're the one that's going to have to step for the throne of grace just like me and everybody else. When God stands you up before the throne of grace, before that great throne on that day, when Jesus the Christ said that, what have you done in the body? What that you do for the least of my service, you did it to servants, you did it to me? That's right. What are you going to say then? Why, God, how will we answer that? Because we carry a bad attitude. We carry a nasty disposition. We thought we were all of that and and a bag of chips. But then again, we didn't show love. And we didn't have the faith to believe that the word of God is true. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. the word of God, which is also sin. But when we start to doubt which is sin and the wage of sin is still death, because in the old law, there were some things that I think was in Proverbs was. Well, there's uh, some of the eight deadly things that God hates. Well, I'm sorry to say, but today, God hates sin, period. He didn't put one sin over another. All unrighteousness is sin, which is all wrongdoing is sin. All doubt is sin. All disobedience is sin. So therefore, yes, let us walk upright and holy before the Lord. But without holiness, no one can see the Lord. And without faith, no one can please God. And then it's also said, no unclean person, which is also impurity, no impure person can inherit the kingdom of God. So we can't be shaking and baking. Walking and prancing through the tulip, going back to the pig pen and laying around in the barnyard and stepping in stuff and thinking that we're going to be all of that on our way to a blessing. The blessing is in the stable, in the barn. Oh, lying in a manger. But watch where you're stepping. Go around it. God will lead you and guide you. He will guide your step. God is so good that he will bring you to the blessing even through the mess. So, therefore, my brothers and sisters, hold fast and hold on to the goodness of the Lord. Be ye therefore renewed in the spirit of your mind. Change your way of thinking. 
Stop thinking with that Pharisee mentality. Stop thinking that God don't care for you. Well, God loves you, but also don't forget that we have to love God back. So God can love us because he loves the world, and the world is not going to paradise. Think about it. Friendship with the world is an enmity, an enemy of God, a separation from God. So let's not be friendship with the world, but be friends and hold on to the love of the true and living God. Hold on to his word. Have the right attitude and the humility. The humility. Humble yourself before the Lord. Being members of one another. Help us with one another. Encourage us with one another. Strengthening each other. He said, put away all bitterness and wrath. Put away from yourself foolish talking and gesturing and all of this garbage that we be doing. So we watch games sometimes. So we watch certain things. But then sometimes we start to watch those sports like wrestling. And we start to get involved with some of the things that the other people are doing. And like, oh, you catch yourself. I stayed away from TV while I was away for almost two months. Where they were watching the, the Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, the housewives and the, uh, the wives of the basketball players, yada, yada, all of the drama, all of the effects. I went to my room. I'm not watching this mess. And then when I looked at it, like, they be saying that, they be doing that. Yes, because it's now a gimmick of the evil one trying to influence the world, trying to influence the people of Christ to come into his world. We're trying to get the people out of the world into the kingdom of God, but yet still the kingdom of evil is pulling harder than we are. And this is why today, 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 let us come to speak those things into existence. Cry out unto the Lord. Put away all of the garbage. Take no part in the unfruitful work of, of darkness, but expose it. And we can do that. We can do that. Have a communication and a relationship with the true and living God. So, my brothers and sisters, in all essence, know that God is love. And those who love knows God and knows God's gift. So let us come to love God even the more by obeying his word, by believing in his word, by being Lovers, loving each other as we love ourselves. Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. Hold on to this word. And then when somebody come at us wrong, wrong, and everything, pray for them. Pray for them. And then decree and declare their salvation. Decree and declare their strength that God will use them for the kingdom, because he said, not wishing that none, not one, no one, shall perish. It's not God's will for not one person to go to hell. After Jesus Christ got up on that cloud and floated out of sight, he said, go therefore to all the world and teach and baptize. Those who are saved and who believe will be saved, and those who don't, it's on them. But let us do this for real. Speak the gospel. Teach the gospel. And then teach Jesus Christ as Lord. Teach Jesus Christ. Death, burial, and resurrection. Let us teach love. Let us speak love. But then let us be love. And to know love. And to speak true love. So God is so good and so wonderful for us to have that privilege to speak his words and to come before him. Yes. And then, let us be perfect. Let us have that pure heart. And we say, well, we can't be as pure as God. Well, then we just got to say that God made us in his image and likeness. Then we just got to say that if God says something, he means it and he 
already has made a way for us to do it. Anytime somebody can set a light in the sky 192 million miles away, that it takes this earth 365 days to get around that light, traveling at 17,000 miles an hour, don't you know he has enough power to help us to do anything that we need to be done? Don't you know that he has enough power to cure us from the worst element because he tells us to cure, go and cure them from all diseases? Like, whoa, Lord, are you for real? Yes, he's for real. Don't doubt him, but let's speak it anyway. And then let us not have the attitude when somebody says, you know what, brother, uh, you know, we're going to hold on to the Lord Jesus, and I would like to come and pray with you or pray for you, and let's pray and let's touch and agree about what is bothering you or what has uh, come upon you because the devil has brought that illness on you. And then you say, well, that's okay. Um, this is this is the actual truth now. My church members are praying for me. Do you know your church members? Even do you know me? But I just ask you as one person towards a sister or brother that I would love to pray with you. Well, okay, you can do what you want to do. Now, that's your attitude right now that no matter how hard I pray, you're not going to receive. And then I've asked people about, say, my post on Facebook or something. Did you see my post on Facebook? No, I haven't. I didn't see it. Well, you were one of my members. You were one of my, uh, uh, I, I just said, my friends. And I'm open to the public. I get comments from everybody else. And you mean to tell me you are a relative of mine, you are a minister of the gospel, and yet still, when I post something, you reject it? That is the same as rejecting Jesus Christ. Anytime you reject the word of God, he said, if you receive anybody I send, you receive me. If you receive me, you receive him who sent me. So therefore, that showed us that we have, that they have a bad attitude and a bad position about what is happening. But we have to come out of that kind of mess, tell the devil, get away from me. I resist you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, and I will not follow you anymore. And let's follow Christ. So therefore, give the devil no room by having a smile on your face, a joy in your heart. Uplift. Uplift your head unto the Lord. And then let us go through our little persecution. Because no matter how we've been persecuted, not it doesn't even going to uh, match the glory that's going to be revealed when the Lord will enlighten us. And he Give us some things that's going to blow our minds. But yet still, as long as we stay in that bad place, in that negativity, our eternal soul will be resting, not resting, but in torment into destruction. And that is the word of God. So therefore, my brothers and sisters, thank you for being with us again tonight. Thank you for the blessing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the blessing of the communication and fellowship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we bind together. No matter where you are, even in the archives, contact me, Brother Michael Jones, because of the gospel, life coach, reader, writer, a short read, and then a true believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what my yesterdays look like, because I do believe that some of those yesterdays that I, how you say, I cringe at looking in that mirror of yesterday. But the Lord says, you you can do it. And yes, I can with his help. I will continue to do what I can, do what he asked me to do with his help. And with this grace. So, therefore, my brothers and sisters, thank you. So, uh, before we leave out of here, we can 
open up the floor. If anybody have anything they want to say or comment or talk or whatever, it's open. So this is what we do. Help us with one another. Share the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. I was just going to say um, amen. Um, God bless you, Brother Michael. Amen. And God, that was a good message on last week and on tonight about how God wants us to change our attitude. Amen. Um, you know, that that's something like when, you, when you're in trauma and you're going through stuff, where Jesus would still go up on the mountain like you taught us in Matthew 5, and he kept saying, blessed are ye. And everybody kept saying, you know, he kept presenting bad situations. He said, blessed are you at morning. Like, if somebody died, you're blessed. You know, if you're being talked about, you're blessed. If you did, and, and a lot of other people would be upset and, at, at somebody giving a message like that. Like you were saying earlier how the um, Pharisees was upset with uh, Jesus. But the reality is, like, like you were teaching and whatnot, God wants us to have that God conscious and not think of it through the flesh, but think of it through the spirit, that mm. whatever happens to you, amen to God, amen, all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. That's a hard message uh, to believe, but um, Jesus taught it on Beatitudes, because he was, like, I was just listening to you while you was talking about him. Those were some, some terrible things that was happening to people, but Jesus kept saying, blessed, blessed are y'all when somebody die in the family. You're going to be comforted. I can just see somebody who just lost somebody, like, I'm blessed. So-and-so just died, but Jesus said, but you blessed. And, ble- and then somebody being talked about, and he said, I'm blessed. I'm being talked about, but Jesus said, but you blessed. So, like you said, the attitude got to change and see it through, um, through, through, through the God conscious. And then we realize that, it's, you know, God has a plan in everything. So this is a powerful message tonight, amen to God. It's hard to digest because we get in our feelings when stuff happens, but Jesus said, don't get in your feelings. Just understand that you're being blessed. And I'm like, wow, I receive that, Brother Mike. I receive this message tonight. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you again. Yes, sir. Okay, anyone else? All right, then. So, well, thank you for coming on and being with us, brother. And, uh, oh, by the way, I'm all back on, I forgot to make the announcement. I'm back on uh, public uh, television now on Channel 88, but, um, no, oh, wait a minute now. So I want you to check us out on Monday evening, 530 to 6.30. And I'm going to put up the website right quick. So that, uh, in fact, you can uh, go in and find out if you can get it. <laughs> All right, now. Oh, my goodness. Amen. Oh, okay, okay. All right, hold it. Yeah. Okay, you got the website there? Okay, this is my website uh, for my program on Mondays. So check us out and tune in. It's a live live program, and we want to do on um, Mondays, Tuesday evening, Thursday, and Saturday. Amen. We bring a message on our public access. All right, then. Okay, man, God bless. Hallelujah. All right. So you have nothing else you want to add to it, or a prayer or something else, so we can can close out. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this goodness, the presence. Thank you for the word. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to bring forth this word. Just ask you to bless those who hear the word of God, and then the whole fast to your goodness in Jesus' holy, wonderful name. Build us up to strengthen us, and then give us the understanding and the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.